Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Client Show. We're excited to be with you for season two. My name is Ben Butler and I'm joined here in studio, coffee in hand, by my co-host, Andrew Dimsky. Andrew, how's it going today? It's going great, Ben. I'm excited to dive into season two, give folks a little bit of an expectation about what they can uh, look forward to hearing over the next couple episodes. I think it's a great rundown that you've put together and I think folks are going to grab a lot of value out of this. So I'm fired up, buddy. Oh, absolutely. As good as season one was and we had a good run there. I think season two is going to be so much better. Let me just give you a little snapshot of the conversation and the place that we're kind of be speaking into. And here it is. Spend a lot of time marketing as an agency. Start talking to a lead. The conversation stretches out. Things are going well. Finally, you agree on terms for an inbound marketing partnership and you're really, really excited. But however, you're not sure what comes next. And too many agencies often get the yes they get the signature on the dotted line. They don't have a defined system in place to lead the rest of the client engagement. And here's where the wheels really start falling off the bus. Because without a system in place, you're stuck improvising. And so what we're going to be talking about is what you need to do from the moment the client signs on that dotted line to the moment you start hitting their goals. So we're going to spread out that entire journey and explore the key milestones along the way. It's going to be awesome. And Ben, you said something that's really valuable right there, the milestones along the way. And what we want to do is break down this journey that you're going to guide a client through over the 12 months that you start working with them first. Or if you already have a client, perhaps the next 12 months, can we make the next 12 months a little bit different for them? Because you know, if we're going to embark on an epic journey, Ben, we're not going to try to do it all in one day. We need to break that journey down into chunks. That's the only way that we can get from point A to point B. So what we want to do is take the high-level view of this idea of inbound partnerships. It's a grand and big idea. If someone says, I want to do inbound marketing, hoorah, that's awesome. But from an operation side and a tactics side, how do we break down that big vision, that enthusiasm into smaller chunks? And then break those small chunks down into definable, repeatable processes. Because we're trying to help people achieve a big change in the organization while at the same time building a functional business. And so as you're working with clients each and every day, as you are servicing accounts, as you are upselling current clients, all these different things, we want to give you the framework, the resources that you need to break that journey down into smaller pieces. And what we're going to walk through today is an overview of the four milestones that you want to hit inside of this inbound partnership journey. And so, Ben, do you want to give us an overview? What are the milestones that we want to walk through as we're working with a new client here? Yeah. So milestone number one is the game plan, which we'll launch into in a second here. Milestone number two is building the engine. Milestone number three is tweaking slash redesigning the website. And milestone number four, the one that everyone is so eager to dive into, is the inbound campaigns themselves. So, Andrew, do you want to kick us off with the game plan? You're known around here as the father of the game plan, so we'd really like to hear your perspective on what it is and what it should accomplish in the inbound partnership journey. Yeah, the, the inbound game plan serves a lot of purposes at the same time. That's why it's such a valuable tool and changed our business at our agency, Guava Box. So the idea of the game plan is to really unite an organization around the mission of putting the customer at everything you do. So what we want to do is define what is this journey going to look like together and let's detail it out. And we want to work with a client over a series of meetings and red alert, not just the marketing department. 
This is your opportunity as the servicer of the account to get out and meet other people in the company. If your only point of contact is the person in marketing, you're going to have a really hard time delivering a message of value across the organization. Don't just assume that that marketing contact that you have is going to be a representative for you. Because I know, Ben, you and I have been burned by this, and we talk to clients, we talk to customers every single day through Do Inbound who have had clients where they thought that the marketing point of contact, that relationship was healthy, only to later to discover that they did not have the ear of the president the way they thought they did. So the, the big thing the game plan does is early in the process as you're building it, it's your chance to spread the inbound gospel throughout an organization and use that opportunity to speak to people outside of marketing. And it's also your opportunity to dive in and understand what's happening right now. If we want to be change ambassadors in these companies, we can't come in blind and just say, okay, do these three things and you're going to be fixed. We've got to know what marketing looks like today. Where's money being spent? Where are resources being allocated? What are the current marketing metrics that are in play? And then also, what's the relationship between sales and marketing? Is there a healthy dynamic there? Does marketing pass leads to sales or does sales just go and knock on doors and hand out marketing material? What does that relationship look like? Because we're going to be operating in this space in a very big way. And then we also want to figure out who are the target buyers that we want to go after. And remember that inbound is a laser sport. This is not a shotgun strategy. We need to be precisely focused. If you want to impact change and you want to begin to show results in three to six months, you cannot go after every buyer in the market. You need to narrow that focus down to two or three different types of buyers and then build an inbound game plan that understands their questions, answers their questions through content so that you can begin to attract those different segments of the market. And so we're going to walk through a whole process of meetings here. And Ben, maybe you can dive in and kind of share a little bit about the different phases of the game plan construction process, because it's not just about handing them a deliverable. It's really a process. So you want to you tap in and kind of walk through the discovery meeting phase and what that onboarding process looks like here? Yeah, it, I would say a good way to to associate the game plan with something is it's not just this document that you're going to toss on their desk. It is more of like a pep rally. It's more of like a mini conference. And the parts that you're going to encounter are number one, discovery meeting, AKA the onboarding. Number two, persona meetings. Number three, actually building the game plan. And then four, presenting the game plan in front of all the key players. So we're only going to highlight a couple of these for the sake of this conversation. Uh, and the first is a very important one, and that is the game plan discovery meeting. And a lot of people in the industry just call this the onboarding. We like to call it the, the discovery, and it's the first step. In terms of this journey, this is where you prepare your provision. This is where really, you know, you might think that sales is where it starts, Sales is just leading up to this point. This is where it really begins, and this is where things start to really happen. Think The Hobbit. Think Lord of the Rings. Everyone sits around the table, tells their story, connects, learns about one another, and the vision is cast for the journey ahead. And that's exactly what your onboarding should do. And here are the things that it should specifically accomplish. Number one, it should get all the key team members around the table. And this is a point that I cannot stress enough. And Andrew, you were talking about it just a moment ago, but if you can't get all the key team members around the table, you are going to get burned. There's just no other way to say it. So you have to make sure that if the president is the person who's most involved on the leadership team with the marketing and what marketing is doing, that he is there. As Marcus Sheridan would say, if the C-suite isn't going to show up, then he isn't going to show up. And we follow much the same perspective because it's just not worth 
the trouble. Number two, it should transition your new client from sales to project management. These are two very different personalities and two very different teams. There has to be a transition. Three, it should lay out the map for the journey ahead, show milestones, assign value. We're talking about these milestones here today. And it should also set expectations. This is anything from how you're going to handle payments to how collaboration on content occurs. Yeah, this is awesome. Some of this is going to take place in meetings. Some of this is going to take place in communication through your point of contact there. But all these objectives you want to tackle inside this game plan process. So don't think of it just as a deliverable. Think of it as a process, an educational journey that we're going to walk an organization through so that they see what is the value of inbound for the organization. After this early phase, you're going to dive into persona meetings where you want to understand who inside my client's company is the expert on each buyer persona. And so we want to set up a time to speak with each of them individually and record those conversations, dive down deep, understand the questions and the pains that each persona is feeling, and then get the contact information of a handful of customers and even prospects that they lost so that we can set up direct phone conversations and do persona interviews with them. Because what you'll find is the client has a good understanding of the persona at the decision stage, sometimes at the consideration stage. But really, they've got no idea what questions a buyer persona asks during the awareness stage of the buyer's journey. So it's really important to have a structure around this process so that you get the right content questions out because that's going to dictate the entire game plan strategy that you build for them. So that is everything that goes into the persona section here. Once you build out your game plan based on the information you gather in the discovery meeting and in the persona meetings, you're going to present that back to the company, share your vision and your value for where you want to take them over the next uh, you know, six to 12 months, provide them with a next step suggestion and how you could work together there. And then if they decide to move on, we want to move on to milestone number two, Ben, and that's building the engine. You want to give us an overview on what is the goal of building the engine and why do we do that before, say, milestone number three or four? Yeah, so at this point in the journey, you have the plan, you have the roadmap, you know where you need to go, and a general idea of how long it's going to take to get to each point. Now, the game plan in and of itself, yes, it's a conference, a mini pep rally, but it's only a strategy and cultural session. There is no actual content that has been created. There's no provisions that have been created, and there's no system in place yet. Milestone number two, building the engine, is where you take the strategy and you really start to bring it to life. This is where you build out all the content-specific for each target persona. And this is also where you construct the funnels that are going to lead strangers to customers. But the funnels are not enough. You need to set up the marketing automation systems here as well. So the engine is really what's going to move everything forward. And you can't just dive into starting with inbound campaigns. You have to have something behind it. And that's an engine, something that is, again, going to take someone from a stranger to a customer. And that's the only way you're going to get the most bang for your buck. So that's what we're doing here. And basically, here's the workflow that we try to create in the build the engine process. And here's how it plays out in the real world. Someone visits the website through a blog post. They read it. They love it. And at the end of the post, there's a call to action to download an awareness stage offer. This is an offer that's in related context and kind of is going to give them the next logical step in this research process. They're going to download it by filling out a form. And on that form, they're going to share their name, their email, and a best describes me statement. This is how we figure out what buyer persona they are. And this action is going to trigger the automation. And this will 
turn on what we call lead nurturing, which is a series of five to ten emails that are focused on answering awareness stage questions. And you use these emails to con convey value, and you don't want to be too salesy. You have to nurture people, and you have to have an engine for getting them from point A to point B. That's awesome. So we want to build this when we're helping a client out. We don't want to send them traffic until we've got this engine that can take the lead from stranger to customer. So that's why milestone two is to build the engine. And like Ben said, put all this automation in place, create the decision consideration stage content that a client needs to share with their prospects before they can be ready for a sales call. So we do that in milestone number two. Milestone number three is all about tweaking and redesigning the website. So if you're going to work with a client and they need a completely new website, we don't do that first. We don't recommend you do that first because who are you building it for? You don't know that until you build a game plan. What are you calling people to action? What action do you want them to take rather? We don't know that until we build out the engine. So that's why milestone three, we're going to redesign the website. We'll have all the calls to action ready to go right there. Since we built the engine, we'll be able to build out smart calls to action if we're using HubSpot or a similar tool in that sense. So we're going to have our personalization already set up and all ready to go there. Perhaps we just need some tweaks. We just need to add some CTAs here and there. We need to do some optimization. It's a great time to do that at milestone number three there. Ben, do you want to tap into anything else that folks should be paying attention to inside this milestone? Yeah, I, I think this is a, a really key point. And too many agencies, because it's a weakness, maybe they don't, they're not able to effectively, or you know, maybe just web design is not in their wheelhouse, but you can't skip this. You have to analyze the client's website, whether it's a tweak or a redesign, because a website that is optimized for inbound is as important as building the marketing automation funnel. It's as important as content. It's as important as strategy. It cannot be ignored. This is your lead generation machine at the end of the day. So you have to make sure that it's ready for inbound and that it's going to be a complement and a driving force of all of your campaigns and not a detriment. Amen. Now, the last bit, Ben, is where people tend to start. And this is where we started at the beginning. So I say that from a point of we've learned from our mistakes. And this, these are inbound campaigns. So when we think about inbound marketing, the first thing we think about are these tactics of blogging, of sending database emails, of creating ebooks and checklists and fun downloadable things, maybe doing a podcast like this or hosting webinars. All of these tactics can be classified as inbound campaigns. And really, these are tactics that drum up attention, that drum up awareness, social media sharing. All of these things are tactics that are designed to bring people to our website and to get them to convert. So any ongoing things like your blog, your active blogging, your sharing on social, your commenting in different discussion groups, all of these tactics are designed to bring people from either Google or different social communities back to your website and get them to a landing page. Once they download the offer on the landing page, you've got the engine in place there. So that's why milestone number four for us is start your inbound campaigns at this point. Center them towards your buyer personas. Understand those questions and listen to the structure. This can help you frame out the ongoing inbound campaigns into smaller repeatable chunks. Instead of thinking about your inbound campaign as just one running stream of content, break it into a 12-week campaign. So that's, that's going to be a quarter's worth of content right there. Now that you've broken it into a 12-week chunk, think about who is the persona that I should try to target inside this campaign. Identify that persona and look at the awareness stage questions that you got out during the game plan process. 
find a, a question or a group of questions that relate and do some research, either interviewing the, the content experts within your client's organization or going out online and just doing research out there. A combination of the two is going to be your best bet. Build an awareness stage offer that answers these questions, the questions that they're asking early in the buying process, common myths, different things like that. Create your piece of content and then craft 12 blog post titles out of that core piece of content. So now you've got persona focus and you've got context. You can create 12 blog post titles. 12 blog posts, and each post can direct people back to that ebook. So that's going to be your primary call to action. This is going to order all of these tactics within a very repeatable structure and allow you to measure the success of this campaign really well. Let's say your client is targeting three personas, so you blog three times per week, and you're creating three of these content offers per quarter. Now you can measure side by side which persona is the most engaged with the content that we're creating. If we went after three personas this quarter and we found that persona A responded much better than personas B and C, maybe next quarter we switch and we run two campaigns towards persona A and only one campaign towards B or C. You can use this structure to really grade who is responding well and also build on top of each other. You can use campaigns as upsells for your clients. If they're blogging twice per week right now, maybe you say, hey, for the next quarter, let's try three times per week and see what that increase in activity can do for the bottom line. But this structure can help you connect back the random tactics of inbound marketing to the strategic goals that you identify during the game plan process and do it all in a way that's operationally healthy and operationally easy to repeat across the base of clients that you offer. Oh, that's that's the good stuff right there. And again, so often too many people try to dive in right at this stage because it's awesome. It's so much fun. This is where a lot of action is happening. But as I like to say – you don't invite someone to Disney World when there's no rides. Got <laughs> to have those rides in place before you send out the buses and the commercials and all that stuff. If people show up to Disney World and there's no rides, they're not going to come back and they sure as heck are not going to stay. Amen. So make sure you build that foundation first so that you can give people a magical little good time. There you have it, guys. There's your four milestones to create your Magic Kingdom Game plan, build the engine, tweak and redesign the website, and then fourth and finally, inbound campaigns. A part of your inbound campaigns is going to be a point where you're reviewing strategy. If you're running a three-month campaign, typically at the two-month mark, we want to go back in and analyze what are we doing for the next quarter, and that's where that self-analysis comes in. We can look at how the engine's performing. We can look at how the, game, how the inbound campaigns are performing and move forward and plan the next round of campaigns there. Ben, this was some heavy meat. I hope this helped people out. I'll tell you what, this was a full rack of ribs that we just dropped on people's <laughs> plates. <laughs> They're going to have some sticky fingers and some bones to throw away at the end of this. But guys, this is the good stuff. This is honestly, if this is the only podcast episode you listen to this season, I promise you'll be on your way to better success with clients. But thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, can you do us a favor? Can you go to iTunes and leave us a review? We really want to spread the word of the Happy Client Show and to make life better for everyone. And by leaving a review, this will help us to reach more people just like you. And be sure to join us next week. We'll be discussing five steps to the best client onboarding you've ever had or your money back, guaranteed.